It's time for the weekly Q&A that we call Splunk Talk, episode number 22 for Friday, November 12th, 2010. And then there were two. Hey, we're back this week. It's the Wild and Maverick chatting about VMs and something they call other. Hmm, let's figure that one out. I gotta have more cowbell. Split time writing answers without a doubt. Split time will help you figure it out. Split time that you tell the whole world about. Split time. Oh boy, we're back. You know what? I, I've got to make a sincere apology to everyone. Um, we had it. We took a break last week. We we partially it's because of me. I went on PTO. I went to Vegas. It was fabulous. Um, I wish you were there, Maverick. I wish I was there too. Actually, it would have been great. Oh, wow. I so 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 what what were you doing in Vegas? So, I mean, that's, that's your time off. You're going to play poker. What do you? No, doing? I'm not a gambler. I mean, at no. least I gamble with my career, of course, <laughs> but, but not with my uh, cash. My wife, uh, I, I got my wife Katie to shut shut her phone off for the weekend uh, so that F five wouldn't bug her. Uh, and we had my parents come down, and we went to Vegas and just did it up, man. We had a great time. Saw Jersey Boys. Best show ever. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, Wild, you're so weird. <laughs> Which they probably should say every day. But we're, we're, Yeah, we're saying that anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and Cirque du Soleil. And we ate a lot of great dinners. And just, we did it up. Which was good. And That sounds good. Well, you know, we got kids. So we, we don't have a chance to really get out much. And I work from home, as you know. So I never get out. So we're back. Well, some of us, okay, some of us are back. Uh, that's Maverick out of Dallas. I, I, I should ask, how is things? To, how are things today? Uh, it's it's good. It's actually raining, uh, drizzling, raining today. So it's kind of gray, but um, but my heart is sunny. So that's what counts. What song were you? Uh, do you have in your head right now? Uh, Song, yeah. Did you have a, uh, a song by a certain uh, grunge group that you were? Uh, oh yeah, I was. Well, you caught me singing "Black Hole Sun" <laughs> by uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden, yeah. Um, just I don't know. I just always sing that when it's a rainy day. It's just a perfect kind of thing for that. But yeah, the, but the uh, we're missing someone. Uh, the both the real and the fake Jeff yes. are not here today. All forms of Jeff have currently disappeared. He is pseudo. Jeff's not even here. Yeah. Yeah. So we can be, you know, dual Jeff and we'll just cancel each other out and no Jeff. Can, wait, yeah. Basically. Yeah. I like that. Cancel each other out. That's a good, exactly. That's a good, right. Um, I can, uh, as you know, Jeff, Jeff could be here really, um, <laughs> in spirit, you know, there we go. He can be here in spirit. Uh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, you could totally... Uh, really, that's sit. all the reason why he's actually here is for... Uh, <laughs> yeah, for that. So so, so if I make fun of your uh, like fact that you have no hair and your head looks like uh, an egg... Right. You can pl- Then you can play as, hey, the head looks like an egg right now. I could. I could. But you're not going to. Perhaps. <laughs> right. Just, Anyways. Is that, am I insulting you? I'm sorry. I no, because it didn't really make any sense, but that's okay. 
Uh, Splunk Talk. Um, Jeff is on PTO. We have yet to find out where he is in the world. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll grill him next week. All right, we got a couple of questions today. Obviously, Jeff is not here, which is okay, but Maverick and I always have stuff to say. And there's always questions that come up during the week or from the listeners. And uh, the first one, I think I'm going to go first because... Uh, Jeff is gone, and that I would be next in the pecking order, if you will. So here it is. Are you ready, Maverick? I, I'm always are you, ready. Are man. you sitting down? I'm halfway sitting down. Okay, stand down up on my. Okay, well, let me now sit back down. Well, make now up stand your mind, up. Man. Now sit down. Just ask me the question. I have a Splunk report that tells me which hosts have running jobs that have failed to complete, and at what time they failed. Currently, there is a column in the report listed as OTHER, in all caps, OTHER, instead of a host name. How can I tell Splunk to list out all of the hosts and suppress the OTHER column? Okay, so, so if I'm understanding this question correctly, you, they, they're wanting to know, uh, they want to see all the hosts that are being um, generated in the report showing the failed jobs over time. So, so the way you do this is by, it's, I'm assuming now it's probably using, he's probably using a time chart command, piping to a time, time chart or maybe stats or top or something. Um, time chart specifically, you can spet, set the um, limit parameter to be uh, some number that's greater than 10, which is the default. So you, he's probably seeing the first 10 and then a host showing up and then the word other in caps like like that, um, which shows all of the rest of them falling into that other category, that column. So if you set the limit to be greater than the number of hosts that are actually, you know, included in the report, then Splunk will show all of the hosts across the top and make a real long, you know, long table with hosts as each column and the other will be suppressed automatically. So if you have 100 hosts... Uh, showing up in the report, if you set the limit to be 101, then it should show all of them. If you showed 20, then it'll show the top 20, and then it'll put the rest in the other column. So that's what's happening, and that's how you that's how you can get around it. If in this case sounds like you need to see all of them for to go and figure out why they stopped running, kind of a thing. Um, the other the other thing when you, when you said the word suppress other, um, I immediately first thought that maybe they were meaning turn that off. Like I only want to see the top 10 or 20, and I don't want to see the other showing up. Um, if you wanted to have that happen, then you can use, there's a thing called use other equals true or false. And you add that to the time chart command, use other false, and it would basically suppress the other column altogether and only show the top 10 or 20 that you either default or set the limit to. So either way, um, that's how you suppress other. In this case, uh, what he's really asking is, um, you know, have something that's a limit that's larger than the number of hosts he expects to show up in the, uh, in the report. Yeah, sometimes, you know, people wonder what other is. And other is, you know, if you look at X is the time, uh, on the X axis, X is time, and Y is every, you know, distinct, uh, let's say, value. Other is uh, statistically irrelevant. So Y values that are statistically irrelevant in comparison to the rest of the Y values that are actually graphed or charted. So... Um, and sometimes on a graph, it's a large portion because you may have a thousand hosts and the top 10 takes up, you know, 60% of, uh, of the set of values and the rest is just other. And sometimes it looks large. So, you know, like Maverick said, you might want to change the limit or you might just want to suppress it all together and say, use other equals 
F. Sometimes you also get that with null as well, where field values are null. So um, one other thing is, it's like we're using the word other a lot. Uh, another thing about other <laughs> is... Uh, another thing. We have Splunk training. Uh, it's something that you might want to think about. So, you know, you might be a pretty smart person, learned a lot from answers, you ask us questions, and perhaps you uh, have completely eaten the entire Splunk docs. There's a bunch of classes under the education part of Splunk's website, but there's a cool one that's about advanced searching and reporting that um, I actually have yet to take. I need to get in that. Um, Shamgao is going next week, but uh, that's Shamgao. Shamgao. We'll talk about Shamgao later. Um, we is he like the he's like the pseudo Jeff, other Jeff? Yeah, or? Well, he might. You know, Shamgao is a new he's a new guy that works with Maverick and I and. Uh, but uh, training is not a bad idea because it helps sharpen your saw. And the classes aren't really that expensive. And you really get, it's instructor-led. So I, I, I'm actually going to go to developer training next week. So um, do you, Maverick, have a question that maybe I could take a stab at? I do, actually. Um, so you ready for this? Hold on. Okay, I'm ready. Are you standing up? Yes. I'll sit back Thank down. Thank you. Um, <laughs> All right, the question is, I'd like to run Splunk on a VM, but the specs call for 8 gigabytes and two dual procs. Um, and they say I may be a little off uh, on that, but that's what that's what they're asking, and then or they're stating. And then the question is, what do you recommend for a VM since it will be difficult to get that number of procs? Excellent question. Um, so here's just some yeah. info. I mean, part of it help, part of it, the answer the question is in how Splunk really works. So there's a couple things to think about. Is indexing, which is the part of like parsing and reading the data and storing it, is a CPU and memory intensive process, okay? So if you want to index more data, um, you know, in real time, you'd want to give it more CPU and memory. Um, so you might deploy several smaller VMs. You can use... Um, the distributed search feature of Splunk. But there's another thing you should be aware of is search, while it's a memory-intensive application, it's I.O.-bound because the search is happening pretty much on disk because especially you're searching over a long period of time, you're opening up a lot of things on disk. So with VMs, we generally recommend that you try to avoid using virtual disks um, because the I.O., is not uh, the most awesome ever. If you can use a real disk volume, either hooked up to a SAN or actually just a real disk for that and not virtualize it, you're going to be better off uh, as far as performance. But again, it really all depends on how much data you're indexing, what your search pro profile looks like, and you know how many ha apps you have installed. Uh, we use Splunk in the cloud. You know, Maverick and I work with the inside sales team, and we, we use the cloud instances to demo and, uh, you know, we have a number of things deployed, whether it's, you know, larger instances to do indexing, smaller ones to be search heads. But they're all, they're all virtualized and, you know, we're not running massive boxes, but it's just a different approach depending on the, the type of performance and behavior that you expect. So. so check this out. We do have some, here's a reminder, some stuff happening, stuff going on this month. What's going on? What's, What's up? Going on this month? What's that? Uh, we got the fabulous Splunk Live coming up um, Tuesday in Salt Lake City. That's this coming Tuesday, November 16th 
At the same time, there's one in Milan or Milano, Italy. Uh, that looks pretty fun. Because Gartner, Gartner is the 15th through the 17th, which is kind of cool. Um, we'll be there. We've also got some meetups, Splunk user groups happening this week in L.A., Los Angeles on the 17th. And also on the 18th, I think it's uh, Edmonds and Qualcomm again, which is pretty cool. And uh, we had some Splunk Lives last week. And uh, we had a Splunk user group last week as well. So um, people are loving that stuff. And give us some feedback on all of that. And if you have any uh, other things we should be aware of, or you're interested in starting your own group, your own meetup, splunkmeetup.com slash splunk. You can host your own in your town of users that are uh, nerdy, just like you and me, that might want to get together and chat about Splunk um, or have pizza, which is usually what happens. I started one. I mean, I got one started for Dallas, for Plano, and here in the office. So if anyone can hear me that is in Dallas-Fort Worth area, go to the uh, go to the meetup link off of the main page or send us an email at splunktalk at splunk.com, and I'll send you the, uh, the link so you can vote that you're interested. And as soon as we get enough people and figure out a date that's good for everybody. We'll have one here at the office, I think, to start, unless we get just overwhelmingly response, uh, then we might have it somewhere else. But uh, let's just get it going here in Dallas. And I think you're going to try to get one in Austin too, right? You're trying? I, no? I haven't actually done the trying part, but there's a lot of good intention in my head. So... Love it. Good. Yeah. Yes. Don't they say something about going the yeah. road to hell? Completely. Exactly. So that's, like that's that. obviously oh, where I'm heading. Uh, we do. I think we do have enough folks in town um, that are use, free users and, and uh, licensed users that would probably benefit from just chatting. So, you know, once every month or every couple months. So, Or, or if they want to come up here to this one and then the people here want to go down Dude, to Austin. You know, people from Austin office, do not you know? want to go to Dallas. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Actually, it's just me. I don't like to drive more than three hours. So, All right. Yeah. Fine. So. Dallas is wonderful. I love it. And uh, goats. <laughs> it's always good to play a sound of goats. So. Okay. Last little tidbit. Um, what did we learn this week? I got a couple things. Oh, this is great. I got some Splunk things and some non-Splunk things. So the Splunk thing is it is totally possible to screw yourself up with indexing and forwarding and receiving. How can you do this? How, if you don't, how, yeah, if you don't understand how this works, when you set up an indexer, uh, or you, know, you just install Splunk, and you set it up as a receiver. So let's say you want to deploy some forwarders. Forwarders push events up. The indexer doesn't ever pull or pull from those forwarders. Okay? So uh, set up your indexer as a receiver on a port... But don't set up your indexer as a forwarder uh, unless you actually have a reason to do that. There are some reasons. And I, I ran into someone that um, thought that the indexer actually pulled, P-U-L-L, pulled from the forwarders. Uh, so they set up their indexer to forward to four forwarders, which themselves weren't set up to index. So what happened? Nothing got ever indexed. Uh, and it was kind of, uh, you know, it's not really your fault. It's the way the product works. And if it's confusing, Splunk needs to fix that, which you should see some of the stuff coming out in 4.2. But uh, I found it a really interesting way to shoot yourself in the head. Um, anyways, <laughs> the other thing, non-Splunk thing, 
Uh, I'm checking out this new browser called Rock Melt. If anybody wants an invite, just send me an email to thewildatsplunk.com or to splunktalk at splunk.com. It's kind of like a social browser. It's based on Google Chrome, and it's really wired into Facebook and Twitter. So I'm checking it out. I'm, like, trying to figure out why it's cooler than Flock, but... I don't know. Yeah, if, if it's it is an interesting way to browse Facebook, and you can see who's all online. If you're a Facebook and Twitter type person, which is cool. Oh, I also got hooked up on this new thing called About.me. So if you go to About.me/slash/MichaelWild, it's this sort of really cool just billboard that you can put up for yourself that has a little bit about yourself and a picture and some links like your LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook. Um, it's just really sort of simple. Uh, destination kind of billboard, which I kind of liked. And then... And uh, as Jeff as Jeff would say, you're all about you. It's all about you. So you that's why you're all like into Everyone all is. Me. Uh, yeah, it's all... Yeah, right. About.me, which is kind of <laughs> cool. cool service. And then about I got to say, my own movie <laughs> review. I love The Social Network. That movie was awesome. Um, I think uh, if uh, Bill Gates... And Zuckerberg were in a room that Zuckerberg would kick his ass completely. <laughs> See, this is where Jeff yeah, Lash comes in right here. Right, like, exactly. Like, right. He would totally to kick, kick his, his ass. ass right cue the Jeff laugh. There you go. So that's all go. I got for this week. Uh, what do you got? Okay, yeah, real quick, um, don't have too much, but some couple things I do want to talk about that I think they're important enough to, to spend a little time on. So one thing was Chicago, Splunk Live Chicago this week. So I actually flew up there with Jeff Blake. And I think a couple of you that were in the session are list, probably listening now. Um, it, it turned out pretty good. I think it turned out pretty good and got lots of great feedback, got some good enhancement requests. So, you know, if you guys uh, listening now have enhancement requests, uh, you know, for the product, send that into Splunk at Splunk.com and we'll be happy to t- champion that through. Um, just really, it was really cool to have a bunch of like existing users sharing and listening uh, amongst themselves. And then, uh, you know, talking and I did the advanced session. So I got to talk about a lot of the more of the advanced stuff and open some people's mind again to the, you know, the whole Splunk Lotto app and things like that. So got some good uh, feedback afterwards. And was really happy about that. Um, don't know if I'm going to do any more. I might be asked to do a few more, but I think we're getting more and more people uh, lined up for the other Splunk Lives that are probably better than me. No anyway. way. But, not uh, a chance. But got a chance to do, no, but I got a chance to do do some of them and was really Dude, happy about it. did you um, blog yeah. about the lotto thing? Oh. No, yeah. I haven't yet. I probably should. That's a probably a good idea to do that. Um, if I guess if you, you want me to, I can. I mean... It's kind I'll of, be happy for those do who, who uh, don't know, Maverick made um, an app that actually selects lotto numbers uh, based on data that's in your Splunk server. Um, pretty awesome use of Splunk. So, yeah, yeah, yeah just it's just a mind expanding use case because it's kind of like using Splunk's features to to pick numbers based on the randomness of like the word error or the word to or from or user or something like that. That's pretty random throughout the data. And uh, and then and then making it toy even those Powerball picks and stuff too. So everyone really liked that. Anyway, the um, so you know maybe I'll make an app and put it up as a sample entertainment app or something because we do pick our lottery numbers each week with them actually uh, for here in the office. We pull our money together and all pick numbers together. I need to get so in on win, the pool. We can say 
Yeah, you need to get in because, and you know, we want to be able to say Splunk, you know, helps win lottery. That's our main main uh, objective. That would be a cool press release, I think. But um, um, so the other thing that was more technical, though, um, and uh, something I want to mention really quick, and then and that's it. Um, so stay tuned for just another few thirty seconds or so. Basically, I figured out how to whitelist successfully from a forwarder, um, and I say successfully in the sense of the way that I always envisioned it, which is. Don't send anything from a forwarder except for these things that I designate in my regex pattern, which if you get down into the comp files, you know, like in transforms.conf is where you usually set that. And normally you do this thing called null queue where you send it to a null queue so it doesn't ever get to the indexer queue. And that's the commonly you know way of blacklisting. But it, what I wanted to do was whitelisting. I was helping a customer do this. And um, I actually uh, was able to do it at the forwarder level by setting up a default queue of 0.0.0.0 colon 0000. So in, in other words, the host and the port was basically the um, nothing, basically non-existent IP. And the uh, forwarding queue, I set it to be my, my indexer. And then I only set up the regex to say only send it to that TCP, um, TCP output. Uh, queue was the one that I want to send things to, and then everything else was um, defaulted to basically some non-existent IP, and it totally worked, and it didn't seem to generate any excess events or anything in Splunk metrics log or anything. So anyway, just wanted to share that, that that's a good way to do it. Um, there is a danger to it uh, because you're basically black blacklisting things that could tell you a lot of information. Um, that could be important. Yeah. So just use it with caution. Use it with caution. It's just because the person had to get it down for a certain range for, for the next couple weeks, and then then they're, then they're going to take it away. So just be careful about that, about the fact that, you know, you're whitelisting things and not... It defeats kind of the purpose of using a forwarder to begin with, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's like, black, it's like it's whitelisting what, failed logins and only seeing failed logins. And if you don't have the successful logins along with that, you might not... You might miss some things, uh... Yeah, the lack Correct. of the lack of success, like the lack of successful ones, might also tell you that something is wrong, and maybe even proactively, and you're missing that. So, just make sure you use it with caution. But but that's technically how I figured it out. I thought it was kind of kind of cool. I'll probably need to update answers and stuff with that for sure. And maybe I'll get some good hits and on some that, more points because anyway. we're trying to take Gerald Dowd. More. No, I just want to. Make sure I don't go into the fourth column on the user's page on Splunking Answers. Well, Splunking I'll do my on, best to keep you there. Anyway. Anyways, as always, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Nice, tight little episode. Um, email us at splunktalk at splunk.com. We try to answer your questions either the same week or the following week, depending on how hard they are. And if you have, a, as Eric said, Maverick, uh, if you have an enhancement request, let us know. If something sucks, complain about it. Um, you know, you're one of the only ways that we know uh, if we're doing good or bad. So, uh, as always, Splunk Talk at Splunk.com. Have a fabulous week and uh, happy Splunkin'. Y'all better watch out now. Because Spook is about to take a